So just before we start, um, anyone holding a hot beverage or ironing or cooking or doing anything with heated implements, uh, I'm just putting a warning in here that I am actually recording this on Sunday morning uh, due to the fact that we have a bank holiday on Monday and I'm going to be out for the day. So welcome to episode 147 of Mr. Burt Pods. So I've got a lot of people who get traumatised uh, when I don't get one of these out on a Monday. So uh, as tomorrow is a bank holiday and there was talk of a day out somewhere, um, I thought I'd better do this today and then it saves me uh, doing it tomorrow or not doing it tomorrow rather. Um, so that was interesting. So it's Sunday morning. Uh, well, it's actually nearly Sunday afternoon. It's getting on for lunchtime. Um, the sun is shining. It's actually very nice outside. I have to say yesterday in town, because I did my matinee and my evening show, it was absolutely uh, teeming with people. And I thought, why do people go to the middle of London on a sunny day when there's so many other lovely places you could go? But that's just uh, that's just a thought that crossed my mind. So um, I can't say that I've been for a run and done a yoga session this morning. I do do yoga on a Saturday morning, but I tend to have a day off on a Sunday. So... Um, I tried listening to The Archers this morning. I, I've listened to The Archers uh, for a lot of period of my life, probably from childhood up to when I went away to university. Uh, and then I drifted away from it. And then sort of in recent years, pre-COVID, I drifted back and got very, very obsessed with it. Well, not very obsessed, but thoroughly enjoyed it. And then it all went weird with COVID and all those monologues. And uh, I've never been able to get back into it ever since. And I dip into it every now and then, and there's just lots of young people in it, and I don't know who anybody is anymore. Uh, so, and uh, Jennifer died, and that passed me by. So, um, I tried listening to this morning, and uh, there's a character called Paul. Uh, I just couldn't bother, really. It's a bit sad, actually. I don't actually think the storylines are very good, from what I can gather, but anyway. Thoughts on that would be welcome, because I'd be interested to know what other people think about that. It's not uh, world-changing, but there we go. So um, it's been quite an exciting week in no way whatsoever. Um, I was I was looking back through my Babenberg pictures and actually thinking, I didn't say an awful lot, as I wanted to say last week about my trip to Bamberg, um, about sort of the feeling of the place and uh, what it was just like being there. It was somebody asked me, uh, what was it like sort of going abroad after COVID? Because I've been to Wales in a car uh, and I haven't been on a aeroplane for probably about six or seven years and even then it was a one-off and we went to Ferrara because um, we've got into the habit of going uh, to France by Eurostar for years and years and years uh, but it was all right actually I thought when I thought about it I thought well I understand why they're asking the question because it was a quite a big thing to do but um, in hindsight it was absolutely fine I didn't get hit up about catching Covid uh, there were no problems uh, there or back. Well, I said there were no problems. I managed to, at the airport, uh, leave my phone in my pocket <laughs> just before we went through the body scanner. You have to do this body scan thing now where you sort of stand like a superhero, uh, which I found a bit stressful and couldn't get into the right position. Um, a superhero stance not being um, my default mode. And um, 
So I left my, I took everything out of my pockets except my phone. Took my belt off, you know, trousers falling down around my knees, everything but left my phone in my pocket. So um, I then had to go back and take my shoes off uh, and go through without shoes. Now, whether that was connected to the fact I left my phone in or not, I don't know, but other people were having to take their shoes off as well. So that was all a bit weird. Um, and then on the way back... I just get into such a kerfuffle. I get in such a kerfuffle emptying all my pockets, uh, especially as my trousers are usually falling down as I take my belt off. I um, got through and I was faffing around in my bag and put my hand in my pocket to get my passport. My passport wasn't there. There is a happy ending to the story. I'd simply put my passport in a different pocket. Why? I have no idea. It always goes in the same pocket. Uh, it was a different pocket. It was a different side of my body. It was a different item of clothing. It had gone into the pocket. There was just no logic whatsoever. So of course there was five minutes of calm panic. Um, as I just went through absolutely everything and had something else in that pocket with the passport, so I didn't feel it the first time. Uh, but that was all right. And it wasn't all right, it was absolutely <laughs> like all the worst case scenarios <laughs> going through my head. <laughs> it's awful. So that was that. And then we got the um the only other trauma was just trying to get a seat on that intercity German train where everybody was not going to give up their seat next to them. Anyway, so you know, being there was lovely, and um, I, I can't say Bamberg, it's a typical German town because it's not, it's very um, it's very touristy, it's a bit like York, I suppose. I don't know, I presume, like I said before, a lot of people I saw, the majority of people I saw there were tourists. Um, it was lovely, I can't remember if I mentioned, it was just past Easter, and they had their Easter, oh no, someone's shouting, uh, they had... Um, Easter decorations still up and sort of instead of a complete massive commercial Christmas overtaking of everything that we have and I know um, Easter's a sort of well it's not strictly <laughs> religiously it's a more important uh, religious festival but you know celebrated to lesser extent but the shops and just around the place were had like rabbits and Easter eggs and there was lots of greenery and flowers like all the flowers in the graveyard uh, the cemetery were all like spring flowers um there was uh, one of the statues in the town was just hung with eggs all around on the railings all around it the shops all had it was just lovely it was just it had that sort of new beginnings feel without being swamped with commercialization and that had a really nice feel to it gave the town a really nice feel i think going away easter is a nice time to go away actually so um that was lovely. And all the churches were full of um, like greenery and potted bulbs, uh, little narcissi and things. They'd just been decorated for Easter and it was just, it was just lovely. It had a lovely, natural, fresh feeling to it. Um, so that was nice. And then um, comments about the Germans, very polite people, uh, not over the top polite, not cool and polite like the Swiss. There weren't a lot of great English speakers there. It's not a town city where lots of English people go, I don't think, which is fair enough. Uh, but we got by all right. And um, they were just very friendly and helpful. And uh, a lot of people, uh, as I said before, not on their phones. So they weren't walking around like zombies, uh, which was lovely. People sort of uh, seemed to talk. It didn't have the sort of Mediterranean intensity that um, I'm sort of used to with France and Italy. 
uh, of conversation. People just sort of chat rather than wave their arms about and shout at each other. And then you later find out they're talking about the weather. Um, so that was very nice. The weather wasn't great. It rained a fair amount, but it it didn't rain more than it rained uh, and it didn't pour down. Uh, so that was fine. And it was a very little town that we walked a great length in uh, around the winding streets, thinking that we were going on long distances between A and B when actually A and B were 30 seconds away from each other. Uh, so that was all fine. I managed to pack uh, correctly. So I think I just didn't wear, I packed a couple of jumpers. This isn't really interesting, is it? How many jumpers I packed? But I managed to pack well, so that was good. The hotel bedroom or room was lovely. Uh, except it had one of those showers where that doesn't have a door. I was finding quite disconcerting because I just think water is going to go all over the whole bathroom, uh, and consequently it does. Um, but that was a very nice shower, and the hotel staff were lovely. And uh, one of the women gave us lots of uh, tips on where we could go and what we could see and what we could do. Um, we went to the tourist information. Which was always an exciting visit and always one of our priorities because we can pick up lots and lots of leaflets, can't we? And um, what else did I say about the marionette theatre? I don't think I mentioned the marionette theatre. Now, I wasn't sure about the marionette theatre because I saw it, the puppet theatre, I saw it was very small. Uh, the theatre itself was basically the size of a large television and I wasn't too sure about whether we should go or not. Uh, but anyway, on the Friday night, it was Magic Flute. Uh, seemed to be the full thing because it was, I hope I'm not repeating myself. I don't think I mentioned this last week. Anyway, you're going to have to listen to it again if I did. Uh, I don't care. And um, so we trotted in and there was about 20 seats. Uh, oh, no, there was like a little museum. It was a beautiful building and uh, there was a museum of uh, puppet theatres, uh, toy theatres rather, rather than pu puppet theatres, the sort of the cardboard ones um it was a lovely decorated it was a it was a small part of a bigger uh townhouse but they decorated it sort of in a in a turn of the century where it's lovely um lots of the old puppets were hanging up um and then we went in we got seats on the front row and it was um an hour it was like two and a half hours i think or two hours of the magic flute and it was absolutely lovely and it really was a mini theater and the puppets were probably about six inches high they were tiny they were lovely their feet didn't move but their arms and their heads did um there was lots of clonking and banging and crashing as there were scene changes there were loads of scene changes uh, and there was basically a recorded uh thing of magic flute um afterwards everybody disappeared uh, and it turned out we uh, they were all getting a backstage talk that we missed, uh, but then because we'd missed it, they just let us look around on our own and answered any questions we had. And there were little mini lights, uh, literally little mini lights. Um, and and there were four women who uh, were operating it. I mean, it had a stage manager's, there was a cue book. Um, it was like a proper little miniature theatre. It was absolutely delightful. And the women were just lovely. And one of them had done it for the first time that evening. And they gave her a little bouquet of flowers and everything. Um, and we actually bumped into her uh, a couple of days later. Shows you how big the town is. Um, and she just said how happy she was doing the job. She just said it was like the best job. Um, 
yeah, no, it was a, it was just a lovely, lovely evening. Um, so that was a big, that was a big uh, plus of the holiday. And then what else did we do that I haven't mentioned? We did go around lots of Baroque churches, as I think everyone will have seen on Instagram. Uh, we went round the huge, uh, what it's called, is the new, the new residence, which is just this massive palace, which now contains Bamberg's library. But you can see the huge, um, I keep saying huge, but it was, it was enormous, um, main room, which is just covered with paintings all over the ceilings, all over the walls and statues at the, over the fireplaces. Um, was a bit of an eyeful, actually, to be honest. Uh, and then there was a selection of, uh, well, there was a walkthrough rooms, these from the original palace, uh, walkthrough rooms after that, um, some of which have been changed by the king and queen of the 19th century. Um, and then it sort of disappeared into the library, which you couldn't see. So um, it was only partly open to the public. And that had a beautiful row. Well, the roses went out, but would be absolutely stunning. A rose garden at the back, uh, which overlooked the uh, city. Um, so that was lovely. Um, we saw, we didn't go in the, we went in the cathedral, which I think I mentioned. We didn't go into the old courthouse, which was a history museum. Um, and we found a lovely cafe that we went to. I think we struggled to get to actually every day. That was quite tricky managing to get to a cafe. I was absolutely flat out every morning for until about 10 o'clock. And we didn't actually get out. We didn't even get out for breakfast. Um, breakfast tended to be lunch. Uh, we did find uh, a few places for lunch. Uh, so, yes, we tended to have sandwiches and things for lunch. They ate a lot of bread in Germany. And... Um, just trotted around. Uh, it was it was lovely, and we got to we had we we spent quite a lot of time looking for places to eat. We went back to one restaurant stroke pub. They're kind of difficult to explain what they are. They're not really like British restaurants. Um, that did very did traditional food and was very very nice. We went to a couple of those. Um, and we've got on the last on the sunday actually because it was we couldn't get in because it was booked out before then the uh schlinkia i can't remember how do you say it, schlinkia anyway the um famous smoked beer place so beer used to be made part of the, the process of making beer it used to involve smoking it uh as in similarly uh the, the whiskey the smokiness of whiskey which is still now I think whiskey is peat smoke and uh, it's some sort of a wood which I forget for beer anyway over time technology changed and the smoking was removed so there is only uh, Schlenkeler and another uh, brewery which still do the smoking process uh, so it's world famous for that reason and only the Schlenkeler uses the original barrels uh, the original wooden barrels so if you're a fan of beer and there are many people it's um bamberg is somewhere where you you go uh to experience that and it is um again it's unique you've got we went into the uh the building which is this medieval um beautiful medieval building where you can sit and eat and there's beautiful bars that were just just solid polished 
brass so just beautiful and it's got all these little rooms and uh, beautiful wooden painted ceiling uh, with wooden beams it was it really it was just lovely it was it was like stepping back in time and then eating um i can't remember what it was called i put the rest the menu up on instagram but it's a basically a big onion stuffed with pork which is unique to schlink schlinklia schlinkler i can't remember you said the um the brewery restaurant so you can't call it a restaurant really um and the beer is very nice i mean i can understand people not liking it but um it is smoky beer really i don't know what to say and even if you don't like beer uh if you drink beer where beer is made um it just tastes like it's like drinking guinness in ireland it's just like a different taste different flavor it's really delicious and i would happily sit and drink beer in germany all day long yeah so no it was a really uh nice holiday i mean to be honest if you weren't as tired as we were um probably two or three days in the city would be enough but we just were tired and we relaxed and poodle around and just had a really nice time and we'd like to go back probably possibly i don't know uh and base ourselves again in the city but get a car and drive around the area because there's loads and loads of things to see around the city and the countryside looks really beautiful um i don't think i'd go in the height of summer it would be absolutely teeming although i don't think it's particularly hot climate um but if you're interested in history it's just um a brilliant place to go because there is so much history from so many different periods there so a quick catch up on the week uh i have been uh mr and mrs wilson have been away so i have been looking after um uh senior wilson himself uh who's a cat so uh, that's been lovely because usually uh, he doesn't come anywhere near me uh, and uh we had lots of tummy tickles and little kisses and face licks and all sorts of things going on, uh, which was interesting, probably because he was hungry. And um, so it was nice having a little cut in my life for a few days. And then, oh, I know, that's 12 o'clock. And um, show is lovely. The audiences continue to be difficult. We've had uh, people trying to climb on stage. We've had two fights. Uh, one between a couple who are obviously uh, on something uh, and they had to be removed from the theatre. And then on Friday, there was a couple of, I think there were women, I'm not sure, who talked all the way through it. Uh, front of us had to have a word with them in the interval. And then they continued to talk through the second half. <clears throat> and <clears throat> a man got really, really angry at the very end of the show after it had finished and started screaming and shouting at them. So they want to be removed. I can sort of um, understand his behaviour, but I can't condone it because you just can't carry on like that. It's all very double-edged, to be honest. Um, had a woman in the front row who burst into tears, was so moved by the show, and her husband told her to shut up uh, in... Uh, I'm not quite sure what the words he used were, but uh, something like that. Uh, it's quite an interesting show for that reason, actually. I think it's one of those shows that does get question people to question their lives. And uh, I think it could make people uncomfortable. And when you're uncomfortable, people can be aggressive or they can be very emotional, which is interesting. Uh, on a writing point of view, I have submitted my play second time. It's my third draft to my dramaturg, who's really pleased. Uh, uh, which was a really nice reaction, actually. 
they gave and I said uh, I, I want to send it back to you so that was nice so they're going to look at that uh, probably mid-May I am entering a competition for novels written by people over 50 uh, I've got that as a deadline at the end of uh, May and I've also got a uh, deadline the end of July from the third uh, writing salon anthology short story so I've got three themes I've got to choose a theme and write a story uh, the big TV is Schmigadoon anyone I don't it's on Apple so not everybody can get it but Schmigadoon is the biggest hit of the moment uh, it's a comedy of two people who find themselves in a musical basically <laughs> it's uh, all the songs are pastiches of musicals characters are based on musical characters and this couple in the middle of it are just caught up in it all it's absolutely brilliant it's made to perfection i think i mentioned this last week also we went to see guys and dolls two nights ago uh, which i very much enjoyed uh, but we were standing uh, which is fine but my back's not great and i got very tired but i really really enjoyed it it's not my favorite production but i liked it very much and i wouldn't mind seeing it again from a seated position uh, actually but uh, it's extended till February now. So uh, if you want to go and see it, you've got your chance. Um, it's just the best musical, guys and dolls, in my opinion. I think that's all, actually. There's been nothing happening in the road, being Sunday morning. Uh, but the sun is out, and uh, I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the day. But we are venturing somewhere tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I think that's all I've got to say for now. So um, an early... Uh, end to an early podcast and uh, this but this will all be with you at the normal time on Monday so thank you for listening